0: Blog Talk Radio. And this is T. Love, your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a certified Reconnective Healing Practitioner, Sound Therapist, and Positive Psychology Practitioner with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Our chat room is open, so feel free to join the discussion that's already happening online. We do keep an eye on the chat room, so if you have a question, go ahead and post it, and we will do our best to get your question on air. As an alternative, for those of you who are on the go and you cannot continue to listen online, please call us directly by dialing 347-202-0227. And that way you can listen via your phone or please be sure to use Bluetooth if you are driving about. As you all know, Audible.com is our main sponsor. But did you know that a Pennsylvania study found that exercisers went to the gym 50% more often when they had an audio book on hand? It's true. I myself look forward to learning or being entertained while I'm on my tread climber because the time goes by quickly and I'm actually accomplishing something. Audible.com is the leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information and audible.com has more than 180,000 audio books and spoken word audio products to choose from. So you can listen whenever you want, wherever you want, including the gym And just download the title you prefer free of charge and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. It really is that easy. You need to type in, though, www.audibletrial.com slash energyawareness in order to get that free 30-day trial. Okay, listeners, so, you know, we always ask uh, ourselves a lot of questions, and are some of them that you ask yourself, Throughout your life, you know, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? Am I doing what I came here to do? Where was I before I got here? And where will I be when I leave? Are we alone in the cosmos? And if we aren't alone, is our universe similar to other universes? Do any of them have human beings? And if they do, are they more evolved than we are or less evolved than we are? And will we ever meet them face-to-face? These are all very interesting and thought-provoking questions. And tonight, my guest, Betsy Otter-Thompson, will attempt to answer some of these and more. Now, Betsy is the author of many books, which include Walking Through Illusion, The Mirror Theory, You Are What You Think, Love Parent, and the What If I book, which she joined us to discuss exactly two years ago this very day. And now, here we are, so very fortunate, because she is joining us once more, this time, to discuss her book, Love Human. Welcome back to the show, Betsy. I, I can't believe it's been two years almost to it, almost to the day. It was a Wednesday night two years ago. It was the twenty-sixth, so I'll call it two years to the day. Thank you so much for joining us yet again here on Energy Awareness Radio. So, how are you being? <laughs> I'm fine, and thank you so much for inviting me. I'm delighted to be back. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I, you know, your last book was wonderful that we discussed, and now this one, I. I'm quite sure you have been told innumerable times that this book, Love, Human, is fabulous. The message, the fact that you are so succinct, and it is a thought-provoking and enlightening material, not news to you, I'm sure. I began the book, and it was a very quick read at only 90 pages, and from the very first words – in the preface, I was hooked, and I couldn't put it down. I actually read it in one session on my Tread Climber. So, see, I really do do things like that, people. <laughs> and it really is it's, it's, its that good. You want to read more, and I love it when books do that to me. And the best part is that the chapters, I think your longest chapter is like seven pages long. If you can't read a chapter a day, you know, it, when, it's, when the longest one is seven pages, and yet it's it's. Chuck full of all this good information and you know you've written other books and, and you were here as i said two years ago for the what happens if i book what was the catalyst to write this particular book though
1: well you know i i'm so glad that you said that it was succinct for you because i really was um i i have this belief that we wouldn't come here unless being here was easy to understand and 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 navigating here was easy to understand. I just can't believe we would come to a place that was confusing uh tragic all the time uh challenging all the time i just think that the that it has to be something that anybody who comes here can understand no matter whether they're brilliant or they're average or or they're they're not or they're stupid i mean it has to be something simple and so that's what my goal is when i'm writing my book and and that's why uh i wrote this book because i wanted to i wanted to answer all the questions that i've always had but i wanted them to be easy to understand because i just can't believe that we would come here willingly unless that was
0: true. I agree. And, you know, it's funny because in reading the book I was nodding my head yes an awful lot. And I am of the belief, and and I think, you know, probably a lot of people are at this point now, you know, we are made from love and we are love. Therefore, we need to exude love and just be love. And pretty much
1: that's your book. Am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's my book. That's my book, yes. There's a lot more than that, but that's basically what I believe, that we are love and that we are just trying to remember the love we are. We get distracted once we get here. But children show you immediately what we're all about because they come here and they love everyone They don't care what you look like. They don't care what religion you are. They don't care what color you are. They don't care how old you are. They just love. And so they're the perfect example of how we are when we first come here because we've just come from this place where everything is love and we know it. And so they're really our teachers. They're showing us who we really are when they first come here. And then things change when they hear a lie and they believe it. But that's that's who we are. We're pure love.
0: And it's a darn shame too, because if you watch children, there's so much to learn from them, and then we go and wreck it and teach them (laughs) this is really how you have to be. No, you have to be the way they are. You know, nobody's saying act childish, but be childlike and live your life from that, from your heart center, from that space, so that there really isn't any judgment. There really, you know, we all come in with baggage. We all have a story. Nobody really wants to hear anybody else's story. Nobody cares. you got your own thing to deal with. And if you just live and be, if everybody would just be their own little being, this world would be a whole lot better off. But that's that's unfortunately not the case. But you're right. We have so much to learn from children and animals, too, because they don't ever change.
1: Yes, and, and the no thing, thing is, is that we focus in so much of our time on the past and what happened before. When When all we do when we do that is ruin the moment uh because we have a new moment moment after moment and we can make each moment new if we want to we just need to remember uh to to focus on the moment and all that is good about the moment and when people come to me and they say but this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened uh I try to tell them to do what I do which is to ask myself what did I grow from living that how did I how did I learn something I needed to learn from going through that how did that person challenge me to to learn something deeper in myself, because this is, I think, what challenges are all about. They're they're with us in order to motivate us to to grow uh, inside and, and, and deep within us in a way that is makes our life happier and more relaxed and, and, and more enjoyable. It's so true. You know, I have
0: people who will come in and say, you know, I had a miserable childhood, and i will say, well, join the club.
1: <laughs> <You know? Yes. laughs>
0: it's a big group. There's a lot of us, you know, but what are you going to do about it? And they'll say, well, you know, I don't know what to do about it. And I'll say, well, is there anything that you can do about it? And they'll say, no. And I'll say, then why do you think about it? Why do you want to live there when you're here now? If you just cut that cord and say, you know, that happened, it's over, and move on, then you're living. Because right now you're just existing and thinking about what was me and playing the victim. And people don't really like to be friends with victims. People don't want to play with victims. They just, that energy is not good. So bring your energy up. You know, and be who you need to be by living in the present moment. Your book does that so well, you know, and I like it because I had to read it in full for the show. But to me, this is a great resource that one could use for a variety of circumstances that come up in life. If you think of what is going on in your in your life and you go to a chapter that you feel resonates with that, you can get a whole new perspective which will shift your thoughts and provide a better understanding of the what and why of things and you yes. can use it almost as a, a daily guidebook, if
1: you will. Was that part of the plan? Because it really, to me, like resonated that way. Well, it's part of the plan, I guess. In, the, in terms of um, answering my own questions, I mean, I'm here. You know, Spirit is answering the questions that I have, and. Um so for me, it's a step-by-step process. I mean, that's why I always think the chapter I'm working on is the best chapter I've ever written because it's answering my questions that I have right now in the moment. And so that's, you know, it's, it's valuable to me. And and I I can never have a favorite chapter because each one answered what I needed in that moment. But I, I wanted to say that when you were talking about the, that we all think, we that, you know, so many of us had childhoods that were difficult. The thing is that I I really believe we're more powerful than we think we are and that Mm. we planned to have the childhood that we had because we thought... Uh, that it was going to be uh, an opportunity to grow and it was going to be an opportunity to remember to become accountable, to accept the challenges and grow from them instead of uh, bemoaning them all the time, to to take responsibility, to be accountable and say, okay, uh, I, my soul is not a dummy. My soul knew what it was doing when it when it sent me here, when I came here with this challenge and with this family. And so, therefore, if my soul knew it was wise, I want to find the wisdom in it because otherwise you waste the challenges that you gave to yourself on this journey. I mean, and if you don't accept the challenge this time, I believe you just come back and try again.
0: I think so, too. I agree with you 100%. You know, our greatest growth is learning from our most challenging circumstances, and so – you know, you don't want to say, well, I'll, I'll take on all the circumstances that are challenging. We should, we pick and choose, but we know before we come in what we're picking and choosing, and then it's up to us to actually honor that and do it and go through yes, with it. And um and it isn't always
1: what happens to us that is that is the impactful. It's how we deal with what happens to us. That's what's impactful, and we have a, we have free will and can deal with something in whatever way we wish to deal with it. We can see the pain it, over it, and over and over again, or we can see the growth over and over and over again.
0: And if you're seeing the pain over and over and over again, you're kind of not getting it because once you get it, you won't experience that particular thing again because you got it. You learned that lesson. Now you can move on to whatever the next one is. One of the interesting things you said was you couldn't decide on which chapter was your favorite because – well, two questions here because you – The questions were answered with each chapter. So then the next one was the favorite. As I was reading the book, I was like, oh, I love this chapter. I bet this is my favorite. And then I get to the next (laughs) one and say, nope, nope, this one's now my favorite. Then I read the next one and say, okay, I can't pick. And I was going to tell you, I can't pick a favorite out of this book because they're all that good. And, again, they're really short. But you get to the point in such a great way. You know, it just really hits home. So it's not like you're reading. I've had books that are 300 pages long and and tried to figure out how am I going to talk to this person that said nothing in your book. Is like 90 pages, and yet there's you know there's a lot to speak to here. So
1: uh, kudos. Thank to you, thank you. It makes me feel yeah, wonderful because yeah. I, I, that's exactly how I want the book to be. So it makes me feel wonderful that you feel that way. Well, and it you know what it fits in with today's. Stuff
0: that's going on. You have time to read this, and you have time to let it absorb. You don't need all these words because then everything gets lost. And this was so interesting. You know, each each chapter had its own its own thing about it. And you also have these. I don't know what to call them at the end. They're not really quotes, but I guess they are. You know, um, at the end of each chapter, there is. Yeah, what you, I call what them. I call, call them?
1: them phrases. Are they kind yeah. of phrases? poetic okay. Poetic phrases, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, it kind they, of so, they sort of the sum up chapter. the idea of the chapter. And um, I, I like they, they introduce each chapter and they end each chapter with something for the reader to think about, just to consider and to um, ask if they can apply it to their life in some way. And it really does allow them to, it, it kind of just, you
0: know, bams the whole chapter so that you get it. You know, it's like, oh yeah, okay, this is it. Very, you know. So it's even more succinct than the chapter is itself. But you did say you asked the question, and the questions are answered by spirit. Do you feel you channeled this book?
1: Yes, I do. I do, and and I don't think it's any different than um, a painter channeling a painting. Uh, Is it? It's really an impossible. People ask me this question a lot because it's. um, they want to understand where the where the message comes from, and I say it comes from the same place that a painter's painting comes from, comes from, or or a musician's uh, m- melodies and notes come from. It comes from the same place within each of us. It's just as expressed uh, individually, and this is the way that I came here to express. So um, I don't I don't know any better ex- explanation. I I knew I could do this when I was really really young, uh, and I was, uh, I was talking to my Um, great-grandmother, because my mother was always talking about her and saying how much I looked like her. And I was enjoying it and having a wonderful time, and I thought everybody must do this. I was so young, I thought everybody did it. And I told my sister what I was doing, and I asked her who she spoke to. And she went ballistic, and she went ballistic for weeks and uh, (laughs) teased me unmercifully. And so uh, I, I stopped doing it because I thought to myself, my God, if this is how she reacts... I mean react to this how how will other people react to it and so I was really i really shut myself up and shut myself down and it wasn't until i was uh many years later in California and uh, almost homeless um that I knew my life wasn't working, and uh I had spent most of my time blaming other people for the fact that my life wasn't working, and I just said a prayer one night that I was I, I knew my life wasn't working, and I and I was willing to try something else, and I was willing to acknowledge that I had this gift and do something with it, but that I needed a job to support me while I did it. And three weeks later, I had a job in the entertainment business that supported me beautifully for the next 18 years until I could re- retire and write full time. So I went from absolutely nothing to being able to retire just because I, I I became my authentic self and said I'm I'm ready to be who I came here to be.
0: You know, it's interesting because I think that pretty much everything is channeled. I mean, we come in with a script. We just don't know it because we forget it consciously. But subconsciously, we know what we need to do. It's up to us to discover it. And as you're writing a book or a blog or even, I can tell when I'm beginning to develop questions for my guests. Sometimes a question will come to me, and I'll say, oh, that's good, thank you, because I know it isn't me, you know, and I will think I
1: didn't come up with that question. I'm smart, but I don't think I'm that smart. <laughs> well, you <laughs> so, know, if you, ask spirit, if you ask Spirit to help you, uh, Spirit's right there helping you. I mean, you just need yeah. to ask, and, and, it's, and it's available. I really believe that. So, uh, you know, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No, and 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 people will laugh because they'll say, "Spirit will
0: help you with anything." Honest to God, you know. Some, there are times on a Saturday I'll think, "Oh my God, I have to clean this house." Spirit, I need your help. Do you know? A couple of weeks ago, it usually takes me four hours to clean my house. I cleaned this place in like two hours, and I thought, "Okay, that was not me being the energizer bunny. That was somebody else picking up and help <laughs> picking up my face and helping <laughs> me with this." You can ask for I, anything. I love Don't that. Worry, I love that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I just love you know? that. I'm going to remember that I mean, next I, time I got it clean. <laughs> honest to God, it works. I mean, it's so funny because we've had shows about angels, and I've said, you can. there's an angel for everything. Sometimes, you know, when I went and got my contact lenses, the doctor said, well, if you look at the contact lens, you can tell which way it's supposed to go in your eye because there's a dot on it. And I said, the problem is I need eyeglasses or contacts to see the dot so I can put it in my eye. What are you telling me? So. In the morning I'll take it out of the case I'll put it in my eye and I'll say okay contact lens angels And I'll put it in and I'll say okay see that's backwards You're not helping me I need more help with this and, and it works so there's contact lens angels There's angels that help me remove Stickers off of things you know I had 150 candles I needed to remove the stickers Off and it wasn't going well and I said Okay I need you know where's the sticker angel And the next thing you know all the stickers were coming off And I was like "Yahoo!"
1: so I firmly Believe <laughs> that yeah, yeah Everything I mean, what do you is think? Well, if, if you don't think that spirit then what do you think spirit's doing i mean i'm sure spirit is an idol why would it want to be idle there's no fun in being idle uh it's interested in helping it's interested in in doing things it's interested in being in our lives in an active way i mean that's how i'd want to be if i were out of body i'd want to be helping people i loved and, and answering prayers and answering responses i'd want to that's how that's who i'd want to be so why wouldn't spirit be that way Absolutely, even as stupid as helping me take stickers off of
0: candles. I mean, you know, and it was for a good purpose. It, for, it was for my labyrinth so that I could have a walk in the evening. So I knew spirit would be available, you know. But I think uh-huh. there's a lot of, you know, there's un, unemployment is very high on the other side because people don't ask. So if you just ask, you'll be putting it to work. <laughs> and that's what they want, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: Keep the economy on the other side going, people. Right, hey, I love you're
1: it. <laughs> Oh (sighs) my goodness!
0: So anyway, to get back to your book, (laughs) because that's what we're here to talk about.
1: Oh, that's what my book's about.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's about love. And you know, as I said before, I believe we are our love. I think we came in feeling that way to be aware of others and their feelings, and to show compassion not to judge people but to feel into situations, to have understanding that everybody has stuff and a different perspective. When we're learning and growing at a different pace, it's not a competition, you know. We
1: are enough. I don't think Yeah and if you give that to other people that. you automatically give it to yourself. If you give the freedom to be to other people then you give the freedom to be to yourself. Because everybody yes, is and you. I
0: think, yes. And your book speaks so eloquently in getting that across it really does because i mean it was it was a very quick i read fast it was a quick read for me but it also was something that i i keep on my desk and i look at especially before the show and i'm like you know this is really i i need to pick which chapter i like the best and i really thought it was going to be you know the chapter on magic because i love magic and i thought okay no and then i thought be the past chapter on love because my last name's love and i remember walking down the aisle think how am i going to live up to this Oh, my God, what am I doing? (laughs) You can turn around and run, and you just keep going, kiddo. And I just kept going. I thought, oh, my God. So, you know, everything resonated really well with me, and I think it will with other people because right now I think people are hungry and thirsty for this type of information. They're searching for something. And if if you are, listeners, searching for something, this is the something you need to get. It's called Love, Human, Where You Come From and Where You're Going by Betsy Otter Thompson because – it's so succinct, and it will help with, I think it will help with a bunch of different situations. Certainly you must have heard this. This can't just be me first time you're, you're hearing it. You must have heard this from other people, yes?
1: Yes, I have. I have I have heard that, yes. Yes, I've gotten yeah. a very positive response to the book. And, um, and I like to read it over and over myself, so we all need to be <laughs> reminded of, uh ideas we forget you know we get distracted by the picture we get distracted by what other people are doing and uh the book talks about all that stuff that we get stuck in and uh and and it, and when we get stuck in what other people are doing we aren't what we're doing is losing ourselves because uh you, you the life creates from the inside out not the outside in which means that we create our lives by how by the energy we put out there and if we're always focused on other people, we're just, all we're doing is inviting other people to just focus on us. In a, in a, in a, and usually when we focus on other people, it's in a negative way, uh, a judgmental way. Uh, and mm-hmm. so then we invite the same thing back, because I believe the universe is balanced. Uh, we live in a balanced universe, and therefore our own lives are balanced. And that means that whatever we put out into the universe, the universe sends back to us. Not because the universe is cruel, but because the universe thinks what we want whatever we give to others.
0: Sure, it's mirroring.
1: It's saying, "Oh, you like that? Okay, here I'll give you some more." Yeah, that's the
0: reason. You know, yes, I mean, exactly. Not, so, right?
1: uh, yeah, so, I mean, if I if I um if I was if I was ever you know this is how I see it. If I decide that I want to be cruel, that I'm going to be cruel to somebody, and I think somebody deserves my cruelty, uh, and I put it out there about that to that person, then the universe says, "Oh, Betsy thinks cruelty is love, so let's send her lots more of that back." Yep. The universe doesn't judge what you give. It just assumes that you're expressing your idea of love.
0: And I think if people read this book, you really need to send this to everybody in the world, because if everybody <laughs> read this book, they would get it. It, they would, it might change them, because there are a lot of people who don't understand. They don't understand. Maybe my favorite chapter is prayer. Maybe, because people don't understand. They think when you pray, it's like wishing on a genie. That's not what it is. It's not, you know, that's not it at all. Sometimes your prayers are answered and sometimes the answer is no. And people don't get that, but there's a reason for it because there's this thing called divine timing. There's this thing called, you know, a, a divine, a bigger plan. We don't know the bigger picture. I'm certainly not privy to the rest of my life, nor is anyone else. And you can go to mediums and psychics all you want, but nobody's privy to the whole picture. And the things that we get involved in and what we have to do, help us as we said before learn and grow to complete that picture but you might be wishing for something which is keeping you stuck in the mud because you're wishing and praying for something to happen and it may not be part of the journey and you're holding it back do you agree with right. that right
1: yeah i mean it, it there is uh, this chapter talks about that there is some confusion about around the nature of prayers and what makes a prayer powerful, and uh that's 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 part of what the what it all is about. you know if you pray for others to change their minds or you pray for others to change their behavior or alter their loyalties, I don't think God really has a comment to that, or the angels have a comment to that, or the universe has a comment to that and if we pray for others to be more loving or for more either more considered or more honest, I don't think God has a comment to that either because God knows that change begins within. And so, but on the other hand, if we pray for God to help us become more loving and us become more Mm -hmm. loyal and us become more considerate, then God rushes in with every opportunity we need in order to do that. So it's just, you can't, you can't pray for others to change because what you're really doing is criticizing them by thinking they need to change. That's really criticism, it's not prayer. Right I know that sounds heretical, you... but I really believe that that's true if you're praying for other people to change, you're being critical of the way they are, and we don't yeah. know the way people are supposed to be we aren't the we aren't the they come here people come here for different reasons for different growth uh for different purposes for different gifts um for different um uh, you know, goals, when they're here, they have to play a role. People, Everybody comes here to play a role, and every role is meaningful to the mass consciousness now. And so, therefore, there isn't one role that's better than another. It's just different. It's needed where it is for one reason or another. And those who want to, uh, who have the same way of expressing themselves, are playing together. So those who believe in war are playing with others who believe in war. Those who believe in peace are with others who believe in peace. It's just that it's a. It's I, I see it as a big game that we're all playing, and uh, we're kept in we're kept uh, with a constant uh, update on our progress by the people we face in front of us because they tell us exactly who we are in the moment.
0: Right. Yeah, that's your mirror image. It's it's what you're seeing. It's a kindred spirit. It's a, you know, like-minded people being together. And yeah. yes, I agree I agree with you completely. If you and when you're praying for yourself, that's when you're actually in flow and go within because we are a piece of God and so if I'm a piece of God and you're a piece of God, then we are connected. It doesn't matter who you are. We're all connected. If um, people understood that that everybody is God within, you know, Maybe they'll start to see it a little bit differently, but when you pray for yourself, you're actually praying for divine guidance and praying for that God within you to help you to grow and be what you're supposed to be. You can change you. You can't change anybody else, but you will notice that the people around you will change when you change because you'll start drawing like minded people toward you, and other people will be falling off. And other people might actually ultimately change because of the fact that you are changing. They well, that's can because change because people we learn, it, don't make people learn
1: through example, they don't, lo- they don't learn yeah. through words. And I know that right. when I was spending half of my life blaming other people for my problems, all I was doing was attracting people into my life who were blaming other people for their problems or blaming me for their problems. Mm So, you know, you just draw back to yourself the same energy you put out there. And as soon as I became accountable and I took responsibility for making the choices that made me almost homeless, as soon as I got into that place of saying, okay, if I got myself into this mess, I can jolly well get myself out of this mess, I attracted different people into my life. I attracted people who were taking responsibility for their life. That's what I attracted. So, that if you want if you want a certain kind of person to be in your life, I recommend sitting down and writing down all the qualities of the people you want to draw into your life, and then go back to your list and one at a time, take that quality on and go out there and and be that person. That's how you'll find them.
0: That's a great idea
1: setting an intention yeah. to the highest level.
0: Yeah, it's actually yeah. doing that. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: when people yep. come to me and they say they want to find their soulmate. I say, okay, sit down, write a piece of paper, and write down everything you want your soulmate to have. And after they write it down, I say, now keep that piece of paper and like protect it with your life. And I say, then one at a time, <laughs> every quality you want on that person, that's what you need to live. So start one at a time and start living that quality, and that's how you'll find the person.
0: True. Yeah, you're not going to find the, the person through Facebook.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're one way and you want another person who's a person another way, it's not going to happen because that person who you want to have those qualities is going to be off finding another person who has those qualities, not you if you don't have them.
0: Sure. Yep. Yep. It's draw. It's, it's a law of attraction, basically. It's you know, you you draw what you're what you're attracting is what you are, and that's what's yes. going to come to you, not yes. not anything yes. else. One of the other chapters that I really really loved was the miracles. Um, because I love the phrase at the end. The only requirement for a miracle is your recognition of where love is missing and your decision to replace that void with love. Therefore, everything's a miracle. And (laughs) I say this a lot. No, it is. I say this a lot. I stood in front of a group of people when I was giving a concert, because I played Quartz Crystal Singing Balls, and I was giving a concert, and I said, before I even started, I I think I was putting on my shoes, and I said, "Um, okay, so – How many of you have ever experienced a miracle, and no one raised their hands? And I thought, wow, wow, that's crazy. And I had my hand up, and they said, oh, you experienced a miracle? And somebody said, well, yeah, you got through cancer, right? And I said, yeah, that was a miracle, but you know what? I woke up this morning, and a lot of people didn't. And they looked at me, and I said, anybody have children? There's a miracle. That's not an easy thing to do. It's really not all that natural. They didn't recognize what a miracle was you know and i think they took a lot of things for granted that every single thing is a miracle and the only the only thing that it needs to have really to make it the miracle is the love of it so i loved your yeah. phrase at the end
1: say it again
0: the only requirement for a miracle is your recognition of where love is missing and your decision to replace that void with love
1: yes yeah, that that sums it up really that really does sum it up it does it, it's um, yeah yeah, it's, it's, uh, miracles occur when you move out of fear and into love, and it's, um, and fear is that voice inside that doesn't want you to find love, and fear has, we there's a chapter on that too, there's two kinds of fear, there's healthy fear and unhealthy fear, healthy fear is the fear that keeps your body safe in, in the world in which we live in, which is physical, and so when you get that fear that you're not safe in a certain situation where there's, you could be injured or hurt, that's healthy fear. Unhealthy fear has no reason for being. It's the, it's the voice inside of us that tells us you can't do it, you're not good enough, uh, you failed before, so you'll fail again. That's the that's the voice of that's the voice of fear. And so to move out of the voice of fear is to move into the voice of love. And the voice of love is always full of praise, encouragement, uh, uh, willingness to love and appreciate. And so that's where you need to be to experience the miracle. And I think that. The miracle comes uh, when you get out of fear and into love in any in every situation. I think the miracle can happen w- it, when you heal from cancer. I think it it, it certainly was uh, un- the understanding is it's the idea. This is like sort of tied in with a, the chapter on health too, because it's about mm-hmm. dis- dis- ease versus disease, and uh, the disease in the body is reflecting the disease in the mind. And so, if you heal the mind, then the body follows. And I've had a personal experience with that myself, too. Healing, yep. Healing the body from getting out of disease yep. in my mind.
0: And and you know you as soon as you realize that you are aware and you you see the love behind everything, instantly you see that wow that really is a miracle. I mean, isn't it a miracle that we all breathe on this planet, and this planet was made in such a way that the trees give us oxygen, and we take it in, and what we breathe out the trees want. You know, I mean, it's amazing all the things that occur. And just to make your body work, just to make your brain work, just to – your body is its own little world, and every single thing is a miracle. And once you realize that, you have an appreciation, a gratitude, and a love for it, and you can see the miracle in it. I absolutely loved – I think some of the phrases really just hit nail on the head you know it just really you hit the nail on the head with those phrases because it really wrapped up the the chapter or it set you up to go into the chapter because some of the they all had a phrase at the beginning and a phrase at the end that was one of my you know favorites yeah I know a lot of them. well you know the body. The i think book. the body
1: is a mirror for us too the body mirrors uh whatever is going on in our hearts and minds and so it's like this incredible gift that keeps us, gives us a daily update on how we're doing and, and what we're thinking and, and where our mind is focused. And uh, I don't know if I shared this one with, with you before, but um, when I came back from California, I got back into the family situation. I had a lot of uh, resentments and grudges going on in my mind for about three months steadily, and uh, one morning I discovered I had a, a lump in my back, and I have a lot of cancer in my family. So I went called the doctor. She said, come in immediately. And she said, yes, you have a lump in your back, so I want you to go in for an MRI tomorrow morning. So I went home that night, and I thought, you know, what is this about? And the first thing I did was check out Louise Hay's book. And, of course, mm-hmm. lumps are about <laughs> resentment and, and grudges. So I did a meditation that night, a very deep meditation where I was saying to myself, I have to understand uh, where the growth is and the way my family treated me and the way they behaved towards me because this is what this is all about, This is, is these grudges and these resentments that I can't seem to let go of. And so I had to look for where there was a positive in what happened and what i realized during the meditation was that these were the very people who had pushed me and motivated me to go to california and california is where all the miracles happened for me and so i in the meditation i started thanking them uh for being the motivators i need and then i sort of felt appreciative and and during the meditation i had this stream of creamy light come up through my body it was the most amazing feeling And so the next morning I went in for the MRI, and the doctor said she'd call me in the afternoon. And she called me in the afternoon, and she said, well, it didn't show up on the MRI, but I want you to go in for more tests. And I said, well, before I go in for more tests, I have to tell you what happened last night. So I told her what happened. Mm -hmm. She said, well, come in right this afternoon. I came in in the afternoon, and it was gone. So what I believe is that the body said, oh, Betsy gets it. So no reason for the lump anymore. She gets it.
0: Right. And that happens in the work that I do, because being an energy healer, you know, people will come in, and I've seen people walk out with whatever it was they walked in with. And, you know, people will say, oh, that's T, she's the healer. And I'll say, no, I'm not the healer, you are. All I am is a conduit. Yes. You're the healer. That's it. That's the end of the story. We all heal ourselves. We are all healers of ourselves. Nobody heals anybody on this planet. Nobody ever had it. Yes. Nobody ever will. We each heal ourselves. And yes. people don't understand that. That's hard sometimes for them to get. But meditation... Yeah, uh, you could actually take the chapters of your book, read the first phrase, meditate on it, and then when you come out of the meditation, read the last phrase, and then go on and read the chapter if you want, whatever, and you would get so much out of it. What a great tool. I didn't even think of using this as a meditation tool. See, it just came to me, and it wasn't my idea. We know that. So, <laughs> But isn't that great? Didn't Spirit just give us a great idea, unless you already had that idea?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love
0: it. I do love it. It's something that you can do because it's so important to meditate. I stress this all the time. And right now, thank goodness, hospitals and, you know, all kinds of wellness centers are starting to stress it as well. So this book actually would be something that would come in handy at a wellness center because once you read this and you it's almost like it's a, it brings you back to the basics. That's what it is. This is like a bring you back to the basics book. It's what you knew when you came in, but, People wrecked it, and it was gone, and you didn't have it anymore. And now if you're searching for something, this is the book you're searching for, Love Human, Where You Come From and Where You Are Going. Betsy Otter Thompson is the author. And your
1: website, Betsy, isn't it BetsyThompson.com? Yes, BetsyThompson.com, B-E-T-S-Y-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.
0: Yeah, I wanted to make sure I got that in there, too, uh, because, you know, it's – it's a great book. Oh, and Bernie Siegel, he's one of the people that gave you a testimonial. He's been on the show a number of times. I love Bernie. After the show, once yeah. we were emailing each other back and forth until 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, Bernie, i got to go to bed. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was hysterical. I love him. So to get that kind of a testimonial, you know the book is good, you know. It's fabulous. I know you don't have a favorite chapter, and that's difficult because you wrote the book and, you know, it's hard to – to do that
1: but is there one that is this written in a particular order uh well um i just it's it's written in the order in which it came to me okay okay do you think that's the order people should read it in or do
0: you think that there's one thing that would be easier for people to start with or it just doesn't matter
1: i think that a person should trust themselves and do whatever feels right to them Yep, Because their soul is guiding them. They pick up the book and they look at it. Their soul is going to guide them just the way my soul guides me and your soul guides you. So they should listen to their own instincts and follow those instincts. Which, by the way, there's a chapter on the soul. (laughs) 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 You know? Uh, and, And
0: I love this one because it says, where a voice comes from is meaningless. What a voice conveys is everything. Isn't that the truth? And you know when it's not your own voice. You know it. I think it's an awareness you have to get used to, but you, it's that gut feel that you know, okay, this isn't me. This is I'm being guided to do this. Do you find that to be true?
1: I think that is that that you only have to remember that the voice of love always speaks in a kind way and in a kind way about you and in a kind way about others, and the voice of ego always has something negative to say. Negative always has a put down. Uh, it, it sounds like a tyrant, makes fun of our dreams, gives us ultimatums, disapproves of our mm-hmm. choices, keeps us uneasy, belittles our feelings, sabotages our heart. And, and, and love is, on the other hand, full of kindness, understanding, and trust in the moment. So if you can, and it, both of these voices are inside all of us. Uh, that's one of the reasons we're here, to remember which voice we want to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that, um, you know, the voice you take, the voice you listen to, is is how you create your life. I, I know that there's there. I think I think that um, sometimes there's some confusion around. Uh, 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 maybe a, a person who's very spiritual thinks they're hearing a voice, and and somehow this voice gets to be negative. Well, you know, the minute mm. the voice gets to be negative, it's not the love of God anymore. It's, right. it's, not, it's not the love of God. That's the only criterion you need to know what voice is speaking.
0: Yep, if it's negative or dark, it isn't it doesn't belong to you and you don't want it. It isn't it's not something you need to to get involved in and you need to know that that's not coming from place a place of love. So you need to shift that perspective immediately. And yeah, it's I don't care what it,
1: name that spirit has given yeah. you as as the, as the, as your guide. The name is meaningless. It's what the what it's what the message sounds like that you must let be your guide.
0: You know, and this is actually a good segue to get into um judgment because there's a whole group of people that I don't really I, – I think some people understand and some people don't understand. For instance, I've had discussions with people, oh, please, people, don't start emailing me and sending me letters because this is just a, a talk show. <laughs> We're supposed to be able to talk about this. But let's take Hitler or Osama bin Laden, and people have said, well, what do you mean what they did shouldn't be judged? And I'm like, okay – Not judged in the way that you're thinking of it. Everybody comes in with a purpose. Whatever happened had to happen the way it went down so that people could learn. That's why it happened. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it is what it is. And people like you should be hating this person. They did wrong. Hitler did wrong. Osama bin Laden did wrong. There was no reason for it. Yeah, there was, because I'm not privy to the bigger picture, once again, and neither is anyone else. But you have to believe there's a reason for everything. I firmly believe that when a soul is coming in, it knows, my soul knows when my number comes up. Now, I don't know that consciously, but my soul does. I think miscarriages know that's what they're going to be. Abortions know that's what they're going to be. Somebody who gets murdered or dies at a young age knows what's going to happen, but you don't know it at a conscious level, but you know your journey and why you're here. It might be short-term. It might be very long-term. It could be tragic. It could be wonderful. But we chose it. You yeah, the, feel soul, that the
1: soul knows the journey that it needs, and so, therefore, it is always... Where it needs to be, when it needs to be there, and terms of uh, when we leave here, I don't think there are any mistakes uh the soul would never leave if it wasn't ready right. to leave, so it leaves right. when it when it needs to leave, and sometimes uh, People come here, souls come here for a very short journey as a specific gift to somebody. Sometimes they come for a long time. It, it isn't up to us to judge that because we don't have right. the information that we. that's necessary in order to judge it. But that's true of everything. Um, we don't have the information. Uh, I, I don't think the universe judges. Why would the universe judge... Uh, Beliefs as good, bad, wrong, or right, if all are known as the needed growth in the person who has them, and that's that's the bottom line they're all they're all needed in the person who has them and uh how can you dispute that you don't you don't know how to how can you dispute it except by um you know speaking from ignorance because uh you don't have the information to make a sound judgment about it.
0: Well, that's the thing. It is what it is, and even when they have some of these cases on TV, they'll be talking about uh, somebody's, you know, in court, some big case that the whole nation knows about, and people will be talking about it, and oftentimes people say, what do you think? And I'll say, I don't know. I don't have enough information to make an informed decision. And they'll be like, what do you mean? You must have an opinion. And I said, not really, because I can't see both sides, so why am I going to waste my brain cells? Figuring that out when that's somebody else's job on a jury to figure out what to do. It's not about me. I need to move on with whatever it is I'm doing in my life. That's what I'm here to do, the work that I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to worry about everybody else. Oh, you just won't have a conversation. Yeah, well, I'm just telling you what the conversation will be, and then I have to tell people to go back to work. So,
1: <laughs>
0: But it's true. I mean, you can't, you, you're not in the courtroom, you're not in the jury, you don't hear everything, and you're not the person. So the the truth is the truth to each person. So we might yeah. not like somebody else truth, but that's what it is. It's their truth for them. It is what it right. is. And, it and is. we
1: don't need to worry about the people who are around what is happening that, that, they, that you kind of told is negative because the soul knows where it needs to be when it needs to be there. Yep. So it's really about trusting... Uh, that our journeys are meaningful, uh, that our journeys have some purpose, and that uh, we only can understand our own. Uh, We don't have any information for the journeys of others. We don't know why they need to do what they need to do. I can't imagine us being, you know, if, if you can picture yourself before you get here and contemplating this journey. There couldn't possibly be a soul that was thinking to itself, "I want to focus on all the negative once I get there. I want to focus on all the hateful people. I want to focus on all the all the people that are doing something wrong." I mean, how could we possibly be thinking of that as our goal before we get here? So it's, it's yeah. we're just forgetting what our goal is when we get that kind of a focus. You know, we're just forgetting why we're here. And so it's it's about it's about asking yourself the common sense question you know what is it would i would would that i would i have wanted to focus on once i got here and what else could it be but what a wonderful journey it is how 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 you have found so much growth how you have found so many friends how you have have you how you have learned how to to learn to love better to love yourself better i mean all that's what it's about
0: you know it's funny. I it be about anything forward. else yeah it can't you know, it's funny, I was talking to a group of friends There were like five of us And we were all talking about every, everything seemed to be like icky At the same time for everybody And one of the women said, I'm not coming back I'm just not, I'm not coming back, I'm done This is it, this is the last time I'm going to be here <laughs> And I started laughing And she said, what, you have icky in your life And I said, yeah, and I'd like to say, hey, I didn't choose this But you know what, I did And she started laughing And I said, we all did And then I said, you know, when your, your worst relationships The worst things you go through are your greatest growth But here's the thing Five of us were probably upstairs sitting in a cafeteria talking when they were saying, here's what we're giving out. And the five of us kept talking and talking and we didn't take the good stuff. We said, yeah, okay. That person said they'd help me. And you're like, oh, okay, well, thank you for helping me when we get down there. Little do we know that that person's way of helping us is going to be in the only way that we can learn, which may be a a horrible relationship or something not, you know, positive going on. That might be how we have to learn. They really are helping us. So you need to look at that person and, and be open with your heart and say, you know, it's okay because they helped me
1: grow. Well, the other four women were like okay no i can't do that <laughs> uh, well you know it takes practice it's like you get up you have to get into a new habit i, I, I always have yeah. uh, always believed that uh you know the, the way i used to blame everybody it was a habit that i got into and so the more i did it the, the bigger the habit got and when i turned when i turned it around it was one small step at a time of being accountable saying wait a minute i took i made that choice i made that choice uh, i'm responsible for that nobody else is responsible for that and then i got used to doing that and then that became a habit and so i really think it's um it's it It is about a habit and i and i I think that if, if one thing that this my work has reminded me of in a great uh, uh, often uh, many times over and over again is that usually the answer makes sense it's common sense as opposed to nonsense and if you can remember yeah. that if you get an idea in your head, does this make any sense? you know does this idea make any sense, or is it just a lot of hot air going nowhere?
0: And it's also usually pretty simple once you get yes. off that vicious stress cycle of anxiety in your head and you can't figure stuff out. You realize, oh, my gosh, that was really so simple. Why didn't I see it? Well, because you were too busy focused on the negative aspects, so you couldn't get off the little wheel that your gerbil was on, you know? Yeah, uh, and it, I think it is, that's that. exactly
1: what it's like. It's like a gerbil wheel. Yes, you're on it yeah. and you yeah. can't get off, and but you, you can get off. You just have to switch you, into you, the you other can, direction. And you need to forgive
0: others as well as yourself. And nobody's saying, you know, that you don't, it's hard to forget we're human. But if you forgive and just remember, okay, like I have this expression, people will, one woman said to me, she goes, so you're mad at me and you don't love me anymore. I said, no, I love you. I just love you over there. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you were here, and now you're there. <laughs> and she's like, seriously? Oh. And I said, yes. She goes, how do I move up in the line? They said, well, you're just going to have to, you know, practice, 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 and be better, you know, because what she did was Well, really also, hurtful. I don't
1: know why we should have to forgive people for uh, motivating us, motivating us to grow. Uh, why would we forgive somebody who, who taught us something we needed to know? Why would they need forgiveness? Well, you're not
0: forgiving them for that. You're forgiving them. You're actually forgiving them because you're forgiving yourself for the way that you feel because you're allowed them to get to you to a point where you were hurt. So you're forgiving the hurt.
1: Well, if you're hurt by somebody else, it's usually because um, you have you have in your aura uh, the energy of someone who has hurt someone else, and though therefore the hurt permeates your aura. Think of yourself as a person with an aura around you, and everything in your aura is is the emotion you put out towards other people. So if somebody does something to you that you have not put out, it is not going to permeate your aura. It's going to bounce off it. You'll notice it, but it won't affect you. If it actually affects you and permeates that aura, it means that it's an emotion that you have given to others. And so there is the gift. The person is showing you that you have been hurtful to someone else. And as soon as you heal that hurtfulness then you have solved the problem and created the miracle.
0: Yep, that's true. That's a very good way of putting it. I like that.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't
0: believe we're almost at the top of the hour, Betsy. But before we go, I would really love it if you would tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and where they may purchase your book, Love Human.
1: Okay. Well, they can go to my website, BetsyThompson.com, B-E-T-S-Y-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. Uh, All my books are up there and all my books can be ordered in hard copy or uh Kindle uh and um they are all there to purchase and all my all my um my social media is up there too
0: great that's good so again that's com. so go ahead and write that down so that you can check it out and and get all these Wonderful ideas and everything, because I think this book, Love Human, is fabulous. And, uh, you know, everybody needs it. Everybody in the world needs it. <laughs>
1: so, but you know what? we need I do believe everybody's everybody. finding what they need when they need it. So, I really do believe well, that's that. that's true. So. I'm
0: just nudging
1: them along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not them along, do you buy it now and you'll have it when you need it, so you won't have to wait for it
1: to be delivered or pick it up There you go <laughs> <laughs> well you know, it's a it's a fun book to read it's a, it's it's um I think it will answer your questions. It answered mine and after all, we're all one. we all come here with the yep. same questions, the same issues. we're pretty much together on this lifetime because we have a lot in common. That's why we're all here together.
0: that's right. And if you're listening to the show, well, maybe there's a reason why and you do need the book, you know, so there you go. (laughs) I'm trying to help sell your books, Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) We need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. You know We need to stay aware so that we can navigate easily and live the life we're meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully, and this is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this very show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for everyone. And again, Betsy, I'm so grateful that you were able to take time to join us here again at Energy Awareness Radio. Thank you so very much for being here this evening.
1: Thank you so very much for having me. It's been delightful as it always is. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Well, thank you. And on behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archived list of past shows, a lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events I'll be posting, including upcoming Crystal Singing Bowl concerts. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at NRGAwareRadio. That's at NRGAwareRadio. I am your host, T Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well.
1: I got a roof I got a. Walk- And I remember